You are listening to the Way of Consciousness Radio Network programming to help you explore and rediscover and remember your inner divinity. This is a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure which could by its very nature set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua Jesus, but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God, and that the kingdom of God is within. OFJ Community is an all-inclusive community of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development in seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be a part of OFJ Community, or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership in the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. Now, to our program, this is the Way of Consciousness. Well, good evening and welcome to the Way of Consciousness. This is Linda Marie Nelson speaking to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Our show, The Way of Consciousness, is live each Tuesday. And uh, we welcome you to the show and we are excited this evening to talk about the holy birth within. In light of the Christmas holiday this weekend, we thought we might revisit uh the truth that um that Christ came to teach us uh, is that the kingdom of God is within and the consciousness of the Christ is with us all so in in that regard we welcome you to the show and we wish many blessings to you this this holy season and uh i'm joined in conversation this evening with uh Lee Allen Peterson from the great state of Texas, and uh, would like to just mention that we are live, like I said, each Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, and we welcome your calls into the show, and we love your support in that regard, so please give us a call at area code 347-237-5625. 347-237-5625 and join the conversation. We would love to hear your perspective and we would love to um, chat with you live on the show. And I uh, just want to mention uh, to all of our on-demand listeners, those who, many, many, many of you who listen to our archive shows, I cannot tell you how grateful we are for your uh, wonderful support to our message Uh, We talk a lot about um, the text called The Way of Mastery, and uh, we're going to be taking something, um, part of our discussion tonight will be taken from The Way of Mastery, and it's uh, The Way of Mastery is a message about embodying and living the message of Christ. And so uh, for those of you who are listening who might be interested in getting a copy of The Way of Mastery, 
we are in support of the Shanti Cristo uh, organization, nonprofit that exists solely to keep this beautiful work uh, in existence. So uh, simply visit on the World Wide Web, uh, Shanti Cristo, S H A N T I C H R I S T O dot org. And uh, you can get the book uh, in a text. You can get it on CDs. And there's lots of other uh, wonderful uh, related information about the Way of Mastery to be found there. And we're thankful to those folks who uh, volunteer and give their times uh, to this nonprofit foundation. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to uh, welcome uh, Lee Peterson. Thank you for being here, Lee. Thank you, Linda Marie. It's great to be here. Uh I would like to ask, uh, first of all, that we pray for Father Michael Sherbert, who is down with the flu. Mm. So we we need to pray for him that he gets well and is able to enjoy Christmas this weekend. And Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Lee, and Merry Christmas to you, too. And I think it's wonderful that we will be speaking um, about celebrating uh the truth that um uh our rebirth so to speak our being you know often we hear about being born again in some uh faiths and uh traditions and uh simply really it just means that when we become so aware and connected to and in relationship with the present presence of the divine within us or the Christ consciousness that is actually uh been within us uh, since the beginning of time. So, and that's really what Christ came to tell us. Uh, one of the, thing, the many, one of the many things He came to share with us about how we can embody this and, and practice this in our lives every day. So, I'm really excited about uh, uh, this topic tonight, Lee, in, in, in lieu of the fact that um, Saturday night, of course, is Christmas Eve, and Sunday is Christmas Day. And uh, will you be celebrating? Um, and doing a communion service for for this uh, weekend? I do a midnight mass every year. Well, that's wonderful. It. And it's it's I don't sing it anymore. But uh I have an absolutely funny story about that. Two of them. Oh, let's hear it. Okay, the <clears throat> one the the first year I was uh, at uh, this parish in Dallas, we went on a retreat. Father Dan and I went on a retreat to Blanco, Texas, to the monastery there. And he faked a case of laryngitis, which meant without any preparation or practice, I was going to have to return that day and sing the Mass. So, but that was just a joke on me. Uh, and it was hilarious because I just, I completely fell apart. And, uh, but the <laughs> next year I did, I did have to do the midnight mass and sing it. And uh, I got together with uh, an Orthodox priest and a, an Episcopalian priest. <laughs> and we practiced and practiced and practiced. And I practiced so much that by the time it came time to sing the Mass, I was completely hoarse and totally unable to do it. So I, I had to say it 
instead of singing <laughs> again. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, how funny! But it, yes, but I, I'm. It saved the congregation from having to hear me sing, chant the mass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't have been that bad. Oh, I'm sure. Although it would I have, have heard you sing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can carry you to all, for about a block. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, it's all about intention after all. Yes, it is. God God and hears our intention. And God places that intention within us. Praise God. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, how would you like to begin this evening's discussion? You want to open with some kind of a prayer or... Do you want to begin a little sharing some of this idea? Tension. Okay. Just, uh, just relax and uh, breathe in if you can. Deeply and then out slowly. And just see all the tensions of the day. Flowing out as you exhale. Feel the shoulders and the neck relax. And just sit back comfortably. But with complete awareness. And enjoy the show. So here we are celebrating the birth of... Christ, but more importantly, the birth of Christ within us as consciousness. And so I want to start out on page 201, and just, I want us to realize that our freedom, the freedom of our being, is closer to us than our very own breath. And that freedom is the reality of our being. And freedom is that which is realized without effort. Freedom is realized when you decide to accept the truth that is true always. And that is just one truth. And it is, I and my Father are one. I am that which I am. And if we will just sit for a second and just think about that, and if if the term father, uh, father is, means source, originator, divine parent, it's it's a masculine term, but it's not necessarily male, and it's not necessarily masculine. It's just the traditional term that we use for God, Father. And mm-hmm. in in what we're trying to say when we say that is actually that God is our source. Right. So re- remove the masculine elements from it, and look at it as. I and my source are one. I am 
that I am. <clears throat> so how, how can we be one with God when we're sitting here and I'm in Texas and you're in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because there is work? no separation. It do, it works because in in spirit or spiritual energy or however you want to look at that, what really enlivens us, what really makes us um, live, move, and have our being is the presence of the consciousness of the infinite Creator, and it's what ma- it's what animates all everything, and we are all Absolutely. that one. And so, so we can never be separate. Absolutely. We we have come into this this idea that you are in Nashville and I am in Texas. When the truth is that's not really who we are. Mm-hmm. You see, the body that's sitting in Texas and the body that's sitting in Nashville is not who we truly are if it is true that I and my source are one. Mm -hmm. It means that we're not bodies. So what are we? We are consciousness. We are awareness. And on a localized level, which means in my body and in your body, we are witnesses. We are that which witnesses experiences, which pays homage to the one thing that God has created, Christ. So Christ as consciousness is who we truly are. And Christ means simply anointed. We have been anointed since before the beginning of all worlds with that which the Father is. And what is the Father? Consciousness, awareness, pure intelligence. We have been anointed with the ability to choose what we would choose and what we would wish to perceive and thereby imbued with the power to create and abide freely in each moment. You know, that's a that's a major statement there. <laughs> because not only does it say that we have been endowed and anointed with that same creative ability that created us to create our own world freely which means that we can decide to be one thing in one moment and something else in the next moment. Mm-hmm. We can decide to react to one experience one way, all without changing who we truly are in truth, which is consciousness. You see, that is mm-hmm. that is just... If we could really lay our hands upon that and utilize that in every moment, of our day, how wonderful would that day be? 
Well, I think that's what these times are indicative of for me, Lee. I think I see that happening. Um, it looks like things are being shaken up in the external world, but I think it's only to empower us to begin to go within uh, uh, to where the truth of who we really are lies. Well, I, I think and that's so, absolutely true. I, I think what's happening in the external world, uh, which I'll have to admit does upset me <laughs> at times, is really an effort to push us back to reality, to look within. Exactly. You know? So... In essence, the world is using fear to force us to go back and find no fear. <laughs> yes, exactly, because it's really our freedom to think whatever we want to think, see whatever it is we want to see, feel what we want to feel, and at any moment we are totally free. I mean, to see the beauty and, and, and the real uh, what's really behind everything and uh and we can change in a moment we like you said j- just a moment ago we can we can change that in, in just a moment and so i think that's the great gift that we're celebrating um this christmas in a deeper way it's my hope that we can understand the symbology of all the uh literalness that we uh, seem to want the Bible to say to us and the stories to say to us rather than to look within to the you know to the truth to what it's pointing to you know what what is the what is what is the message of Christ pointing to he he used stories for to teach because he was hoping that we would get the point of that and in order to do that we have to go within we don't get the Absolutely. point from seeing in the external uh, the literalness of the story. We get the point by taking what we're feeling inside and understanding from an internal perspective. And that's exactly what he meant when he said, if you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. I agree. Absolutely. And- and he, and it's an individual it's an it's an individual situation it's not a corporate one and it's not one that that someone else can do for you you have to do it yourself and i i think that's exactly the reason he taught the way he taught and he knew some would get it and some wouldn't and that was fine with him and i think he also knew that eventually everyone would know it a- absolutely i think <laughs> Excuse me. In the end of all things, uh, where, whenever or whatever that is, that everybody would go, oh, you know, and and uh, so everybody gets it eventually. So we shouldn't worry whether the person next to you has it or doesn't have it. Doesn't make any difference. They will have it. Right, because we're and free so, to actually see the the beauty of the world or we're free to be in fear it's our thoughts and beliefs that decide that absolutely and boy i don't we, we, i i think i think the circumstances of the world um are are making us stop and and go within and and reassess what our beliefs really are 
I think more and more people are saying, no, wait a minute. You know, my grandparents were told this. My great-grandparents were told this. My parents were told this. I don't know. You know, there's something else here. There's something more. You know, they we, we can't even express it. But, it, you know, more and more people are doing contemplative practices and meditative practices and silent devotion. And that's when we meet the Christ within. That, to me, is the holy birth within, is the moment we begin to know that presence. Within and, us. Um, and all around within us. Within each and all around us. If we choose to see it that way. We have the freedom, though, to choose to see it however we wish. Well, you, you know, I, I, I'm thinking that, you know, at some point in time, we have to look at the situation, just look at the world situation mm-hmm. and say, you know, this is what we have believed. Exactly. And this is what we have been handed. And this is what it led to. Exactly. Now, you know, what's up with that? <laughs> well, and, and if we're uncomfortable say, or unhappy with that, what can we really do to change that? And, go within. And for me, it's going within. It's looking at the external world from a completely detached emotional state and not reacting to the things that we think we see out there or understand and trust the peace that we get that passes all understanding that is always within us at every moment and as we do that lee and i believe more and more people are getting deep moments of that and seeking it more and more and more. And as we do that, that's when the external world is going to look different. And it will become different. If we well, see it differently, it will be different. You know, I love Dr. And, Wayne know, Dyer. He, he says, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And, and, That's such and a really profound what, truth. And, and what has really changed? What has really changed is the way you saw it. Right, us. We've changed. We have changed. And when our enemy is no longer our enemy, but an extension of ourself, right. that will change. I'm amazed at beautiful pictures I get on Facebook. And I'm also amazed Every morning, well, most every morning, when I get up before anybody else and go outside and see the harmony and the beauty that the world truly is, mm-hmm. and if just care vision throughout, then I believe we would see a tremendous change in the way the day goes. I couldn't agree more. And uh, for a moment there, we lost a little bit of what you said, Lee. We're we're having a little bit of interference here, but uh, hopefully that will work itself out And uh, as, we, as we go forward. But I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, when we get up at an early hour, uh, you know, if, if we can even just try occasionally to do that and just 
see the stillness and the beauty around us without all the chaotic, you know, movement energy energy going on around us. You know, um, it, it's just remarkable what we can learn and what we can experience. And it just takes a few moments. We don't have to spend a lot of time doing that. That's what's just really amazing about it. Absolutely. So in our last lesson, uh, we began to explore, uh, by way of analogy, that which has transpired that brought us into the experience of being a spark of the divine, an aspect of the totality that brought us to the place of the soul. Mm -hmm. Then the soul condenses and falls into what we have called our physical world. And when we're there, we find ourselves right here and right now, and surely the product of the world around you, surely the product of our parents and the product of the forces beyond our control. Yet the whole while, we have remained exactly as we are, the witness, the seer, pure consciousness, the self. We never lose that aspect of ours. That is who we are. Absolutely. We get distracted by what we think we see out there in the world, but that doesn't change the fact that we are the pure consciousness, the anointed, the Christ, um, you know, at our very core and will always have always been that and will always be that and that's just you know will that will never change and sometimes it's hard for us to grasp that idea because uh, a, a lot of times we're we're so caught up in 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 being an individual right. rather than being a witness to individual activities <laughs> And, the, and you know, I think that's the key thing: being the witness of, instead of the uh, becoming so emotionally wow. 